It's just a bunch of witty banter. Goodbye, Papa. Hey, I'm quick. You have a quick. We'll put that for quick. It's just cadals. Starting strong. (laughs) Welcome back, everybody, to Witty Banter, episode number 109. Uh, Of course, I am your host, Max. To my left, a man that needs no introduction. And then also in California, <laughs> Chase is here too as well. And this is Witty Banter, man. How, how's everybody doing so far? Hunter's doing great. Hunter is doing great. That's right. He is, yeah. <laughs> he didn't need an internet. You're doing good, man. Here. Already halfway through the week? Hey, Ready Max. for my weekend. Yeah. Fucking congratulations for getting accepted know, into your major. Dude. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much, man. I, uh, I'm feeling pretty good. Feeling very goal-oriented, you know? So he fill us in. What did what'd you get accepted into? So uh, over the last, like, since pretty much last summer, I've been grinding to uh, catch up so that I could be an applicant at my school for the University of Houston for the uh, ASLI program, which stands for American Sign Language Interpreting Program. Uh, it's a fairly new but also very well-established program at U of H. It's fairly tight-knit. Only about 15 to 20 people are accepted at one time. Nice. So it was kind of a, it was, you know, it was, it was scary applying for it, knowing that there was like, you know, maybe a hundred plus other people also applying as well. So I was very nervous, but also since I started pursuing this major, I've been pretty confident in it. Um, So it was, it was kind of just, you know, I knew I gave it all that I could. So even if I didn't get in, you know, it was just like, all right, you know, I just wasn't ready, but I ended up getting finally a letter like four days late than when they told me that they were yeah, going to get it, which was very, very, very lame. <laughs> but uh, that's okay, because it still had great news on it when I got it. So yeah. I have now been accepted and will continue in the program there as a sign language interpreter. So, Sick. so how, how long does the program last? Uh, two years. So I'll be in there for dos años. God. So I'm, I'm happy for you, but that fucking sucks. I'm yeah. so happy I'm not in school anymore, dude. dude. school is the worst. The good thing is that I'm like, so I changed my major at the last minute. Uh, so I've gotten like all but these those like credit classes out of the way. So I'm only taking like one or two classes at a time, mm-hmm. which will be okay. a little easier. So it'll leave me a little bit more open for, you know, hopefully almost like I'm free. But it was, yeah, that was definitely a decision. I was just like, I could change my major to something I like doing or... I could just say fuck school and get on out of here. Didn't you but. say at one point that Houston as a city is like a, a really solid, you use the word Mecca of yes. ASL, right? Uh, well, yeah, there's a huge deaf community here. And there's also a lot of benefits for being an interpreter here. But there's it's like that in a lot of other places, yeah. too. Um, California and Florida are two... Come uh, on out, dude. Yeah, right? Well, maybe in the future, Fuck right? Fuck that noise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, dude, come on out. We'll Literally, start a fucking YouTube channel and we'll get famous. Yeah. Literally three of my five best friends are in California now. <laughs> I can't have four out of five. <laughs> Who are the other two? Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. Who the fuck are the other two best friends? So Riley and Catherine are both in California. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I forget about that. Man, One California. of them's in good old San Diego as well. Now, Max, like I know your girlfriend, Andra, is is fluent in sign language and it's I think how you got sort of introduced yeah. to it. But when did like the passion for it kick off? Like why, why did, did it, why have you chosen to you? So why have you chosen to be, 
to do sign language for your career? So I pretty much started learning sign language like a year or so ago, maybe a little bit more, uh, just for funsies because she knew sign language. And I was like, I want to be able to t talk to you in a secret language mm -hmm. and, you know, be able to communicate with people at these deaf events that we go to. Yep. So uh, I just kind of started learning. She got me this set of flashcards. Um, it was like 500 words to know and sign. Mm -hmm. And I just like blew through them real quick. And I just kind of caught this bug to keep learning and was simultaneously losing my bug for programming, which is what I was doing before <laughs> at the same exact time. And I kind of found myself like irritated that I had to stop what I liked to do to work on my future career in education, mm -hmm. you know, and I kind of began to understand that maybe programming just wasn't something that I wanted to do. I liked, I liked all the applications of programming. Like I like the idea of like, I want to be able to know how a computer program works or be yeah. able to maybe like help guide the creation of one that I think needs to be done in the future, you know, or for like a website or something like that. Yeah. But it kind of was the same way with, with programming. When I first got into programming, I did it all on my own and then was studying something different in school and then was like really passionate about it way back then. But once I started studying it, I got less and less into it. So I was worried that that might happen with sign language, but since I've gotten into the ASL program or since I've started just taking classes for it, I've just been getting more and more excited about getting out of school and actually using my major. I think it's a lot more interesting than my old one was. Um, I think it's a little bit more unique. It's something that I'm a lot better at in like the realm of people. Like I was not a good programmer yeah. out of all the other programming kids there. Like I was on the bottom echelon You're a of bigger it. fish in and a I smaller think I'm pond. A, yeah, exactly, right? So I think it's just been like amazing ever since. And then getting sucked into the community itself, there's like just a lot of these values that the deaf community values over like just like honesty and bluntness and straightforwardness. And it's just such a strange and unique experience given, you know, some of the more English speaking interactions I've had. Mm -hmm. And it's just been incredible. Oh, the entirely superficial, padded out, small talk, yeah, bullshit absolutely. society that we live Dude, in. For real, man. It's, it's super. And that's really true. I mean, that's, that's, you know, exaggerated, but it's very true no. at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I just mean I was yeah, underplaying. Yeah, but I, yeah, no yeah. one means anything, and no one cares about anyone else. <laughs> That's very true. And I, yeah, I found myself more like passionate to try to communicate with deaf people than even some hearing people. So cool. I've, I've been I've been really stoked on it, and I'm really excited to get into it. Plus, the the program is an amazing program, and it helps like pretty much set up my future for like the second I step out of school, which is really cool. Yeah. So I like thinking oh, about it like. I yeah, like it's really right? Yeah. yeah. I like thinking about it like you're entering the top gun of ASL. Yeah. And you're yeah. just coming in as Maverick, maybe as Iceman. Yeah, well, depending I on your style, so. yeah. on your ASL style, <laughs> are Is you more, more consistent you know, and just like conservative perfect, or are you a wild card but everyone knows what you mean? That's true. I but think I might be going the Iceman style. What how what part of your final is going to be weighed against how well you can play volleyball? That's the real question. <laughs> that is actually with your shirt off. Remember that. <laughs> how tan are you? Use suntan lotion. Graduate. So yeah, all things that I need to prepare for <laughs> here in the coming future. So expect some changes uh, in my volleyball and uh, skin tone, <laughs> as well as my sign language. But yeah, but, but yeah, yeah, that's I'm, still I'm really very... sick. Hopefully, you can sit in the relief and the uh, kind of exoneration that comes with getting in one of those things that you work for for so long. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I know. I'm I'm just excited to uh, have a career that I'm proud of. But yeah, yeah boom, right on, man. So uh, what'd you guys do? Did you guys do anything super cool this week? This week? No. I mean, this week I'm on my third of four weeks with a temporary client, but they've taken a strong liking to me. Oh. 
they're already asking like so what are you doing after this and i'm like nothing oh that's you got me babe <laughs> and uh so yeah i think i might i might stick around for a little bit more uh if i can keep kind of churning out good product so that's kind of where i'm at right on right on. i went to disneyland in la for the first time last oh, wow. yeah. nice what was that like? any, any anything to report Disneyland is just a theme park with Disney characters in it. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh sure. it wasn't like I've been to Disney World. It's pretty fucking it's the Disney experience. Disneyland was definitely dialed back, but it's not really about roller coasters I found out. It's about just these rides where you, where they've got just an insane amount of animatronics and like sets. Hmm. And you're basically just on every ride moved through all of these areas that are themed and like, it's pretty impressive. It, yeah. it kind of, it kind of blows you away. Like the whole Pirates of the Caribbean ride, you're like, I feel like I'm here. Like I'm, <laughs> I like I'm, I'm in Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> I feel like I'm in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's pretty that's cool. So did you did you find yourself feeling any uh, nostalgic uh, yearnings? Well, they had a they had some Toy Story stuff, which I, I was kind of remembering. I'm like, yeah, Pixar was like a huge part of my life, you know. Oh, so yeah. I was thinking no, I about that. that. I was like, I, I remember, like, I love Buzz Lightyear, right? Like, I love uh, all the characters from Toy Story. And then they've got like a ton of Star Wars stuff there. Oh, I wow. took a picture of Boba Fett, and the guy who was like dressed up and playing Boba Fett was fucking perfect. He was <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> and uh, I just like geeked out over all of. They had like a bunch of models, like that were of scale. I just geeked out over that stuff, but that was really the majority of it for me. Like we were going there really to take Darian and she just loved it. You know, just, yeah, you know, and there's a lot of everything that you saw was like really cute. Like watching kids geek out was really cute. Like it was fun, (laughs) you know, (laughs) kids at theme parks is fun to to people watch. It is because you're like, man, will I ever be that happy ever again? Yeah. (laughs) Jesus. Or like yeah, I like pure happiness. When I went to Six Flags recently, I saw like a kid. I might have already said this, but I saw a kid like experience his first roller coaster with his mom, and it was kind of like low key. But like the whole time, he was just like in the side of his seat with like a look of dread and horror on his face. <laughs> and then like right when he got off, he's just like his eyes kind of lit up. And he's like, "Let's fucking go again." <laughs> yeah. And you're like, "Oh my god, that kid's hooked!" I just saw it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> he got the bug. <laughs> He's gonna be talking about that moment in the future. Yeah, and that's man, I when I knew for that. I was gonna design roller coasters for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh man, cool. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's been an exciting week for everybody. Uh, but let's you know, let's maybe explore some other stuff that's been going on. Okay, you know? this is witty banter. Nice. Thank that you. was sultry. Was yours, was yours a reference to something? I thought I heard a tune. Yes. Then I what? Yeah. No. Uh-oh. I don't know. No. Oh, man. <laughs> Straight improv. Off the I was probably just down, tapping dude. into some sort of musical genius that exists out in the ether. You know? <laughs> I just, you know, I've always got rhythm. It's just always pulsing through my body. And, uh, <laughs> I believe it accidentally it comes out. out I know? believe that one was in 23-7 time signature. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, so what's going on? What's, who's going I'm gonna, who's taking I'm going to kick it off first. I've got a little bit of a get to know your banners today. Hey, you there. Shut your trap, pipe it down, and get to know your banners. Except we're going to exclusively learn about Chase. It's going to be a get to know your Chase day. Get to know your Chase. That's perfect. (laughs) Now, here in uh, California, 
medical marijuana is legal. And so naturally moving here, I was interested in checking it out. Mm-hmm. And I have checked it out, and the experience was fucking surreal, dude. <laughs> okay. So right. I finally decided I'm going to try to get a medical marijuana card and go through the whole business, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to just take you step by step through the process. Okay. Literally go to a website called nugmd.com. <laughs> How stoked do you think they were when they got that? They got that uh, URL? They were just searching through and they're like, oh, pot's taken, uh, weed, uh, ganjo, <laughs> ganjo MD's taken, uh, nug, nug, nug's available, nug, get it. Yeah. <laughs> so you go to nugmd.com and you make an account, you just use your Joe Schmo email address, make a password, and then you say, you basically click, a, it's like you've never seen an easier website. Just every page was like, now click this button and now this button, right? And it's like, okay. Just guide you through the tour. Guys, you through it. That's like, fucking amazing, dude, because there's nothing more frustrating than a poorly designed fucking website. For yeah. Anything. Okay. It's yeah. True. Well, maybe you should go Especially back to programming, dude. Help uh, change the world. <laughs> and I've abandoned that. It's too hard. <laughs> yeah, but I lost, I lost the itch. I lost the bug. That's true. So it's like, okay, make your account. Then it says, do you want to apply to get a recommendation? Because you can't get a prescription because prescrip- prescribing is what like violates the federal law, right? So you have to get a recommendation. So like, okay, yes, I want to get a recommendation. It's like, all right, we need some basic info. What's your name? What is, uh, what's the problem? You know, like, what do you need this for medicinal? What are the medicinal reasons you need? Yeah. And I was like, well, I lift weights. You know, sometimes I get muscle spasms. Yeah, my back hurts. You know, it makes it so I can't sleep very well when they spaz out. Then it's like, all right, thanks for that. You're going to get... Oh, and by the way, the second I made an account and said I want to get a recommendation, I got a text message from a random number. I was like, hey, I'm so-and-so from NugMD. I'm here to help you out. <laughs> I'm your NugMD. <laughs> I'm, I'm your Nug. I'm your That's personal awesome. Nug. And I'm like, that's interesting. I kind of thought it was like a fake automated thing. But then like five minutes later, it's like, hey, just checking in. Everything going well over there? Like, this is where you're at in the process. So it was very like hands-on, very okay. much, very personal, right? That's awesome. So, so then it's like... We've got your info. You're going to get a phone call in the next five minutes from a doctor. So hmm. please be ready and answer. I'm like, okay. These are some available this motherfuckers. Is awesome. Yeah. And this is yeah. at like seven o'clock on a Thursday night, like after I get home from work. <laughs> fucking tight. That's crazy. Okay. All right. And so then I'm like, all right, I guess I'm waiting for a phone call. And then my dude on, the, on text is like, hey, bud, you're about to get a phone call. Just let you know. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm fucking ready for the phone call. Get a phone call like, hey, it's, is this Chase? I'm like, yep, it's Chase. I'm Dr. So-and-so with NugMD. You know, what, what's, what do you, how do you think marijuana could help your, your medical situation? I'm like, well, you know, I just basically explained what I put on the website. And he's like, all right, man. Well, it sounds like, he's like, you, he's like you're approved for a recommendation. We're going to go ahead and write you one. It'll, he's like, we'll send it to you in an email and you can print it immediately. And then in three days you'll get your, your card and a hard copy of the recommendation. And I'm like, all right. And so close that phone call ends within fucking five seconds. I get an email right uh-huh. from fucking nug MD. And it's like, here is your recommendation. It's signed by the doctor that you just talked to. This is actual signature on there. He's like, with this recommendation, you can now buy medical marijuana. <laughs> I've not, not left my desk yet all yeah right. right on okay still yeah. at my, still at my desk <laughs> this has all happened within what 30 minutes if that we're like we're at like the 15 minute mark right shit <laughs> and so it's like okay and then i get another email address hi um if you don't have a 
California license, you can't buy from a dispensary yet, but you can order online and have it delivered. Here's a list of every dispensary nearby that delivers for you. And I'm like, okay. I'm clicking through dispensaries and it's like, it's blowing my shit, right? Because my whole life dealing with this in any way is fucking shady. It's secretive. It doesn't feel good. And now you're on a website where it's like, fucking, what do you want in your shopping cart? You know, it's got like <laughs> labels. Everything is listed. It's like genres of pot, basically. And it's like how it's going to affect you and oh, all yeah, this it's got shit. The stars of the different. It's got the symptoms. stars and the strains. Yeah. So I'm like, OK. So I put in I put in an eighth into my cart and then I put in um, an edible into my cart. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, your purchase is over this amount of money. You get a free joint. And I'm like, sweet. What? <laughs> so I placed my order. And now we're at like the 30-minute mark from when I started this whole process. Yeah. And it's like, thanks for placing your order. So-and-so is your driver. He'll be there in 15 minutes. 15 minutes later, I get a text message. Hey, I'm outside. I come out there, and it's just a dude. Just looks, He's like an 18-year-old delivery boy. He's got a bag for me. And he's got an iPad. And swipe my card through the iPad. He puts some info in there. I take my stuff. I go home. Within 45 minutes, I literally had a random human being walk to my house and deliver me (laughs) medical pot. I've gotten pizzas in less time. (laughs) In more time. Oh, yeah, in more time. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's taken longer to get a pizza. Yeah, longer to get a fucking pizza in Houston than it is to get a bag of dope. In fucking California. Just shows you how much they're chomping at the bit to get all this stuff in the works. Yeah, and just how much they're like really focusing on making sure that it's like a credible and accessible thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, because people, well, it's probably because people feel shady about it. Because like you said, like it's always been shady in the past. So they're like, we've got to fucking coddle and babyfy this shit. Yeah, as much as possible. Like a beautiful experience. Put you in the crib, baby. (laughs) <laughs> the whole time it was happening I just kept looking at Darren and being like this is insane I was like this is insane <laughs> you know like I can't believe this I was like this is so and it felt very like almost cyberpunk to me the way that I was like yeah I'm just some random dude showed up with his little fucking tablet and he beep booped some numbers and, and I don't know it just the whole thing blew my mind and now now I'm at the point where with it being in the house it's like you're starting to realize how, what your attitude towards um, dope, what came from it being illegal and what is just from it as what it is, you know, mm-hmm. right. and like talking about it in more open ways with um, people who are interested in doing it and like not f- you can just feel the taboo and like I can now see the taboo f- for what it is and like what part of it is the taboo and what part of it is not, you know, and it's. Yeah. It's just been insane experiencing all that where it's not this it's not this shady thing that you have to like hide, you know? It's it's weird. It's yeah. just it, it was surreal the whole experience. Yeah, man. That's that's just wacky. I'm just you know jealous. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't Texas be as cool and hip? Texas is not as uh Forward thinking in that regard. We're going to be the one of the last regards. to go, We man. Dude, oh my gosh. It's going to be us. But imagine how much more chomping at the Arkansas. bit we'll be. We'll be able to get in like all together 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, by then, it'll just be such a seamless process. It'll by then, just I'll be just be able to 3D print my weed. Email. Yeah, I was gonna say, just email it to you. Well, sick. 
There's a nugget well, here. Yeah, that was so that was my my experience with it. Um, and I forgot that I had to tell you guys about the beer that I'm drinking. So I'll I'll slip that in now. Yeah, do yeah, it. I mean, that's got a nugget meter. <laughs> we do have some nugget meter. This is You'll the be, Guinness. It's Nug MD. This is the Guinness Nitro IPA, and this is the one that we were talking about just last week, Hunter. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. I it's it doesn't taste like a traditional IPA at all to me. Like it's got a little bit of a hot. It's it's hoppy and it's bitter, but in a very subdued way because of that nitro. Mm-hmm. And it's weird. Like with most IPAs, you try to if you try to drink them fast, usually like a high alcohol content or like a bitterness will keep you back. Yeah. It's, but yeah. with it being a nitro beer. You can drink it pretty damn easily. It's like it's like this thick, creamy, but bitter, dank IPA. It's it's pretty what's, good. What's its ABV on it? Uh, let me check here. It's forty four IBUs and five point eight percent alcohol by volume. Hmm. hmm. I like it. Yeah. It you it, do you dig it? Yeah, totally. Like, it's a really good beer to have multiple of. You know, <laughs> like when Darian For first brought IPA, them in. That's crazy. We watched we watched Cowboy Bebop for an hour or so and took down like a bunch of them and it was awesome. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we just found ourselves shotgunning by the third episode. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I mean uh, that's cool because like I've always seen it on the shelf, and I don't know why, but it's just like I've had this functional fixedness that like, well Guinness, I'm just gonna drink. I'm just gonna drink the Guinness Draft, like the fucking what it's known for. And then I saw it yeah. coming out with all these other, you know craftier attempted ales and, and, and attempts and I was just like no way it's like this your dad trying to, to talk to you about cool stuff you know like your dad coming in and wearing the cool new hat that everybody's wearing and you're like dad just be a dad please <laughs> but then everyone thinks he looks pretty rad but then everybody's like have you seen your dad lately <laughs> he looks pretty fucking cool <laughs> you sounds like you guys in TD yeah <laughs> that's true the TD of beers yeah well, it's a great story. Uh, I am very jealous. Yeah, that was of you awesome. As well, man, that's just yeah. It was a very, like you said, surreal experience. It was. Sure. It was. It blew my mind. It was yeah. the weirdest thing. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time it was happening, I was like, I can't believe this. I was like, this is. I like walked in. I was like, this is in my hand now. I came home from work. <laughs> I talked to a man on the phone, and now this is in my hand. I'm just thinking of like frustrating processes I've had to go through for like. Things that were much more viewed as more important, you know, like just an application process for driver's license, anything, you know, yeah. And it's just like this arduous, horrible experience. And then here, Nug MD just got it down to a fucking (laughs) science, man. Yeah, and by the way, the website for getting it delivered is getnug.com. Get also get amazing. Nugged. <laughs> oh man, that's pretty good. So that, yeah. That was pretty surreal. That blew my mind. Is there anything else that might be able to blow I, my mind? I hope today? so. Uh, so I've been digging in a little bit of a treasure trove subject that I found recently that I stumbled upon. It's yeah, it, it's something that I've heard you talk about before, but you were too afraid to elaborate on because so you said you weren't ready. We're gonna we're gonna place it within the realm of my future boners. Future boners. And I will say that it's only a future boner in the sense that it seems extremely plausible that it could come true in the future. It has not come true to date. Yeah. So what I'm talking about, let me just, let me just preface this. If you could come up with an idea 
that successfully accomplished this feat, you would instantly put your name in history. You would instantly probably make millions or at least be like notoriously upheld by society. And you would change the landscape of the economics, of energy, of how people function, and, 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 and people's freedom. And the idea is <laughs> this is a this is big. I'm right. telling you, man, this is a big deal. Is it important? Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. it's not important. <laughs> what is going on? It's not important because it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. So the, what this is is it's called it's the idea of perpetual motion. Okay. Essentially, what this boils down to is the idea of making a machine of sorts to where it. Powers itself and then can also generate a little bit more than the power it is using to run itself and to be able to generate and do other things with it, right? Which seems plausible. You just think, okay, well, I just make like a really efficient design and I get it started. And then once it's going, it has some sort of ever continuous mechanism where it is creating and, and, turning a wheel or something and, and creating energy through that. And if it just keeps going, then you have a constant source of free energy and free energy is what we're looking for, right? Free energy is what makes all those things that I said happen. Yeah. If you can provide free energy to the world, then you are, you will be stopped by the government. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's, what's funny, man. There's like a lot of shit that goes into this perpetual motion thing. There are, There's, you know, basically the reason why perpetual motion has not worked is because conventional science that operates off of the three laws of thermodynamics or whatever that were made in like the 1860, the first law is that you can't create or destroy energy. And therefore, the amount of energy that goes into a process cannot be any more than an the amount of energy that goes out of a process. So, but, you know, you have these guys that have these pretty convincing ideas that you're like, fuck, man, like, why can't these work? Like, one of the first ones was this guy, I, I want to say it's Indy, like, he was uh, out of India, he was like a philosopher and mathematician. I don't really know his name. It was something, The Learned, which is pretty cool. It's kind a of sweet a cool, title. Yeah, kind of a cool little suffix. <laughs> Metal or magic. Yeah. <laughs> and... He came up with this idea for a wheel that had kind of like curved um, notches that were that are taken out of it, little holes, and they were filled with like mercury, all of them. And so he basically thought, well, if I can make it to where one side is always heavier than the other side, which you can do that, but basically like if it's if it's wider at the bottom than it is at the top, then you're going to constantly have more liquid on one side than the other side. He's like, then it'll constantly turn because the side that's coming down that is heavier is going toward the bottom. The heavier, the lighter side's going to the top, and it'll keep doing that. The reason why a lot of this stuff doesn't work is because you have stuff like friction, yep. heat, sound, um, and all these other sort of like byproduct energy losses that are happening. So you can start trying to take some of that away. Like, okay, well, I want it to not generate sound and I want it to not generate friction. I'll put it in a vacuum, but like it's always just kind of like pushing the, pushing the pendulum 
further and further and you're never really you never really are accomplishing anything there's been people that have been trying to accomplish this shit for like their entire lives and it's like this rabbit hole that you get pushed down into um where you start you're like well i tried it and it got close but it didn't work and then you start thinking of the reasons why it didn't work and you're like well if i could just improve on those reasons it should be able to work you know but essentially if you're if you're if you have like a conventional scientific core in your being then you will assert that this is straight up impossible because of that first law of thermodynamics there's nothing that's going to be able to continuously create energy without a fuel source without some sort of energy being pushed into the system and it's i don't know like i've already like i've already found myself thinking like well well gravity is like a constant source of force so like why can't i just use gravity to like turn some fucking wheel forever and then reduce the amount of friction and then i can use magnets that'll like <laughs> that'll like also help turn that wheel and you know it's like there's all these things that are kind of at your disposal and it's it's just it's it's fun because it's like a puzzle that you know you can never solve but it's fun thinking about ways around it and really trying to operate outside of the norms of conventional science does any benefit come from getting close as far as like i just feel like if there was something that almost provided enough energy for itself and right. also produced energy it would still be a very effective tool mm-hmm. yeah like so i saw so like part of what i was researching was there was like a documentary called like a, a machine to die for or something like the the race to perpetual motion and free energy and um, there's this guy, you know, they have all these like kooks that are like pie in the sky. Like they're like the same <laughs> kind of people who are alien abductees, you know, and they're like, yeah. and like, you're like, dude, these guys My are fucking ridiculous, you yeah. know, but it's all, you know, you're like, they're strange, but they're not like insane, you know, like the, like they still have kind of like a, a sense of mind about them. One of the guys had this machine where... He basically like used magnets that were on a pendulum that were constantly moving uh, back and forth, and he had a track with a ball on it. And the way that the, the pendulums were moving below it that were affected by magnetism, it was constantly shifting the track to where it was slightly lower than where the ball was rolling to. So it was always rolling. And they were like, while we filmed this documentary for three straight days... It kept the same speed, and it didn't stop. And so the guy that created this wasn't like an engineer or physicist. He was an artist. He was just like some guy that like does sculptures, and he was like, this is fucking crazy. And I started I thinking like the yeah. yin and yang symbol, and I was like, I got to fucking figure this shit out. And so... He was like, if this is an art, like, I don't know what is, you know? Fuck yeah, dude. I like that. And so... <laughs> And so, like, they had this physicist that, like, kind of watched it and was looking at it. And he was like, one, this is incredible because you're using, like, magnetism and gravity and just, like, mechanical engineering to be able to accomplish this. But two, it's crazy because, like, you know, like, the automobile that we have right now is currently within about 30 to 40 percent efficiency. You know, like, the amount of fuel that you put in versus what you get out of it. About 60, per, 60 to 70% of that is lost in sound, heat, and friction, 
right? Just from the combustion process in the engine. This machine that this guy made is like anywhere between like 90 and 99% efficient. So if he were to scale this and create something that was like, you know, more of like closer to a generator, it just generated its own fucking fuel or generated its own power, at least that would be a huge monumental step forward in the like efficiency that sounds, that rate. That sounds pretty good. Like, yeah, that I'll sounds awesome. That, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So, so, yeah, I think that there are practical implications. Um, it's just what, what the concept of perpetual motion and creating energy is, is over unity, right? You got 99% where you're still losing energy in the system, but it's just to a minimal degree. Then you have 100% where it's not creating energy, but it's continuous. So that would be a continual perpetual motion. Think about like the conceptual design of like the six balls that are on strings and then you oh, yeah. and then you let one go and it hits the other, it goes through the other and ideally those should be, at least maybe in a vacuum or something like it would be keep going going and going. That would be probably like a uh, 100% efficiency if if that if that actually worked as designed. Um, but then over unity is where you can create more energy than what goes in. It'd be like 101, 102% efficient. Um, so yeah, that still hasn't come about. The first person to come up with some sort of fucking system that like makes this thing real is, do you, but do you personally think it's possible? Well, that's kind of why it's a future boner, right? Because I, I think <laughs> now you're at the core of the future boner. It's 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 you it's, understand it. You're, you're staring it. into the eye of the future yeah, boner right now. It's interesting, <laughs> <laughs> and it's not backing down. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's like we have. I, I part of me just thinks that it's like a lack of human innovation and genius. You know, like we haven't thought far enough outside of the box. Um, part of me thinks that like, you know, maybe if we f develop a supercomputer, maybe they can come up with some fucking crazy ingenious idea. Um, but I yeah, mean, according, according to the, like essentially if we made one that, that, that was a true perpetual motion machine, whether it's a hundred percent or over in efficiency, you essentially break the laws of physics, which is a cool concept because you know, a hundred years ago, x-rays were thought to be impossible. And fucking, you know, like, there's a lot of stuff that conventional science has told us is bullshit and has been overcome. Um, so I would always leave room open because we've already become come really close and we've had some really interesting ideas. Um, and I think it would be extremely awesome to, I don't know, just witness somebody just being... It could be anyone. It could literally be like, you don't have to be a fucking Einstein. You could just think really innovatively and interestingly well, about Well, that's the whole thing about being an Einstein is like, he was just a random who happened to be a genius. You right, know? yeah. You become the Einstein. Just yeah. because everyone's shit on you until you were like, all right, you know, and you show them what's up. Um, so yeah, I would always keep a, a, a shred of, belief that it's possible I, I i i don't know i would say that if i had to say it's a firm yes or no possible i think it is possible uh, otherwise i don't think i would be so fascinated by it um yeah but i don't think i would let it warp my fucking 
life to where I would constantly pursue it, even though that sounds like a fun, a fun life. rabbit hole to go down, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's just something that I came across, and there's a whole culture behind it. There's there's all sorts of fucking. It's basically a, it's basically a huge conspiracy theory. It was what it is, yeah. but it's based around physics. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. I, 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 I would suggest that if you have any interest in it, go check out that documentary. It's like a machine to die for or something. That's what it's called. And there's a lot, there's like fucking thousands of different patents that have all been denied because it's physically impossible as far as we understand it right now. So patents that's really cool, man. That's interesting. Like, what do you mean patents that have been designed? People, people people come up with patents, put it into the patent office Every single like, one of them has been denied. No, because this won't work? Yeah. They're like, according to science, this doesn't work. So they've kind of like stopped accepting patents unless you have a prototype that you can prove it. I guess that makes sense. You should probably have one if you're trying to patent something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a fucking, that's a, that's a mind fucker right there. And I want to <laughs> believe you, you know, or I want to believe in it. Free you know energy I mean? just sounds so attractive. Well, it's just like there's just no way that we as a species on this little baby tiny planet in a whole fucking universe. You're going to tell me it's not possible? Yeah. You're gonna, you know, you know what, what I mean? mean? Like, you're going <laughs> to sit here and we're going to be like, no, we've tried everything. <laughs> and it's like, no, there's, there's got to be exhausted all Yeah, options. we're done. We did everything possible. <laughs> there's no way. We're smart. Look at math, you know? So I, I honestly do think that. I can see it coming to fruition. Honestly, relatively like soon. It just sounds like people are getting so fucking close that there's just got to be like a click moment. And and there's so much like speculation, like the alien abductees and stuff. They're like the government suppresses it, and you got to watch out for bullets to the head when you find one. Good and, God. You know, it's like I mean, that's a little much. Yeah. Know? Well, people are killing like, the vibe a little bit. No, yeah. People think that like it's a severe suppression. And that the government's trying to keep keep the establishment running, which hey, it could I, be, I, you know. Dude, what, dude that true, is what that is what power does is they stagnate whatever like whatever environment they're in. You want to keep that as static as possible. Yeah, think about like when we discover new tech in fighting games, and we intentionally just don't tell each other. We don't that tell anyone. We just We're not sharing tech. <laughs> but that's why I think it's it's if if I were to come across an idea and and prove that this thing worked. I would not fucking go file a patent or like I would just free source that shit. I would do the same thing that what's his face with the with the guns did. I would just put that shit on Pirate Bay and be like, hey everyone, free energy I'm out. Welcome. <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> do it. That would be sick. But <laughs> that would be tight. Unfortunately I haven't done that yet. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Well, I can't wait for you to do it here pretty soon. I'm sure that I'm going to come over here one day and the whole apartment's just going to be like torn down. It's just going to be magnets. Just, and yeah. How'd you do it? Well, I was playing The Witcher. <laughs> one quest one. Oh, man. All very interesting. Uh, but what are you drinking, by the way? Just oh, yeah. Um, well. I'm drinking... Oh, man. Chase, you got to help me with this one. Oh, is it backwards on your screen? No, no, I can see it. That's the Weihenstefaner. Aw. Weihenstefaner, the Doppelbach. It's 7.4% alcohol by volume. Brewed under the purity law, 1516. And I think it's Corbinian Brow Rye. Um, <laughs> brow Rye? Brow Rye? Is that a, is that a Brow Rye? Um, yeah, it's you really good. You got a Brow Rye on you. <laughs> you know, Doppelbachs are 
I think that I kind of learned about Doppelbox on the show. The Iinger just blew my mind. Um, and this one's good. I mean, I'm not, I'm not like chugging it right now. It's like, it's like really fucking malty. Um, but it's giving me the goods that I that I yearned for. <laughs> Better or worse than Shinerbach? Well, like it's <laughs> tough to compare to the it's, best it's beer ever made. <laughs> other than Guns and <laughs> Other than Guns and Guns. Between Shinerbach and Guns and I would say, I mean, not to shit on Shiner because they're one of my, one of my go-to commoner beers. Hey, man. But. Yeah, simpleton beers. Well, it's, they're, they're around. around, you know. They're in your gas stations. This one's a little better. <laughs> and a it's, pinch better. It's the Reinheitsgebot. You gotta, you gotta get after it with the Ryan Heights boot. Well, I will absolutely getting be getting after that. Uh, but for now, let's go ahead. Let's coast. Let's take a pinch of a break, and then we'll come back with some more beers and segments and wit. All right, a bit of bit bit of bit a bit of bit if you want to keep up with the show after the microphones have turned off, be sure to follow us on social media by searching Witty Banter Show on Twitter and Instagram and liking us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Witty Banter Podcast. Want to steer the conversation or be a part of the show? Just go on down to wittybantershow.com and leave us a suggestion for a beer or a question for us to answer on the show. And if you like what we're doing and you want to support the cause, head on over to iTunes and leave a review and feel free to share it with your friends. Let's get back to it. We're back. All right. We're back and we're ready for round two. Man. You guys had some pretty, uh, some, some good chewy, some good chewy segments there. Some nougat. I did. I liked it. My intellectualism was going off with you, Hunter. My stonerism was going off with you, Chase. You know, not that they're mutually exclusive by any means. So you got a stoner boner? I do, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but I've got a little bit of a game boner going on right now because I'm going to be introducing a new game into the show here. New game! Okay. All right, but before we get into that, I'm going to actually introduce my beer up before my segment here. Good. Like, like a true we're, 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 we're working on Yeah, I know. Uh, but what I got here is I got Ballast Point Mango Even Keel. <laughs> so far, from the taste, quite the opposite of the cream soda beer that I had last week. Pretty uh, good. This one is drinkable, for one, which is go. awesome. <laughs> a plus, always. Uh, it's got a nice little bitter taste to it, but it's also, you know, very like it says on the box, a very sessionable ale. What with kind mango. of beer is it? It's an ale of some sort. Uh, I'm not terribly sure. Mango ale. Mango ale, right? <laughs> uh, so who knows what that really means? Super low ABV. Uh, so not surprised that it's pretty easy to drink. But do it's you also get a lot of the mango? Because when we had the pineapple sculpin, I was surprised by how how little there was not a lot of pineapple. Yeah, the mango is super subdued, which I appreciate. So yeah, it's very it's professional. It's almost like mango rind in there, which mm-hmm. I like. You know, okay, that's that bitterness, but. Enough about this trivial beer. <laughs> like I said before, the I, I'm going to be experimenting with a new game here, which I think I have a good name for. Okay. This one's going to be called Max or Fax. Ooh. <laughs> you ready here? <laughs> Let me... <laughs> <laughs> Let me... Uh, I got to gotta admit, yeah. Yeah? you know, like, I'm feeling so good about last week. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, it's, he's riding that high. 
I don't know how you know that translates into this week. Honestly, I don't really care much because the taking home the V last week, Hunter. I'm sorry, but I'm still feeling it. Yeah, yeah. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because uh, so for that whole game last week, I had this like huge lightning round section prepared. Mm-hmm. So I think in coming future weeks, and maybe as like you know, Dragon Ball maintains its relevance with an update in the game, I might bring it back for a, a round two. I have more to talk about. So yeah, because well, I'm, I'm like laser focused on any drop of news I can. Get oh my back. god, I know me too. <laughs> Laser but no, it was just funny to watch Hunter get worked up, man. I like uh, the competitive bone was there that night. You know, that, that was one Give to me win. the point. That was, yeah. Give me the point. <laughs> I was closest, dude. <laughs> oh, man, that's right. I forgot about that. Well, you, <laughs> you know, this this one might not have, have as much weight uh, nostalgically. But it is, I think, going to be a very fun game. So let me just kind of break it down. What it is is I'm going to give you guys five different possible facts okay okay, about a theme that i choose for such episode or for such game okay all right two are guaranteed facts (laughs) two are guaranteed max yeah we need that shit which is yeah the meta game that's what i'm saying because i know you guys are always complaining (laughs) that it's not about my creativity and my responsibility of research and everything it's all about my meta game and how i hit you guys with like all magic cards or something (laughs) this one you get it straightforward two of which are going to be max, two of which are going to be facts. Now, there's five total, which means one's still up in the air. It's a wild card. But that does mean that your choices should be three and two on either side. Three maxes mm. or three faxes. You know what I mean? Interesting. Okay. That makes sense? Everybody yeah. kind of understand here? So we got to like keep tally. I'm going to give you guys all of them okay. at once. And you got to think about them compared to each other. All like of you're them gonna get, Yeah. All right. You can, okay. of course, ask me to repeat them. It's going to be kind of a quicker be, uh, quicker session game. You know, sometimes they run a little long. This one's going to hit you all at once. Okay. All right. This Today's theme is going to be death. Death. Okay. Death. Some right. of my favorite. I don't know I much know, right? about death. <laughs> Haven't experienced that one. Right. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you guys five different facts about death here. I'm going to give them to you all at once. I'm going to keep a note log. Feel free. And then we'll kind of go from Fucking there. You're going to tell me which ones are max and which ones are Cheating. Facts. Oh, yeah. No, I, no I'm, on, looking, I'm on airplane Yeah, mode. I will keep, I will keep an I've eye got on the airplane. <laughs> I'll keep airplane mode blocked. All righty. All right, guys. Your first max or facts is going to be. I have a feeling he made this game just for that title. <laughs> <laughs> Until 2016, no one had died in Australia of a spider bite. For over 37 years due to medical research and increased research into anti-venom. But that record was broken in 2016. So 37 years, no spider bite deaths. 37 years, no Now, what kind of reported drawn? Where's the razor's edge here on what is the not the fact? Because if you're if if it's like, well, it wasn't a fact because it was actually 35 years. Then I'm going to be like, well, or it was on, it wasn't because of scientific research. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I understand that you guys are looking into it, but just know that I'm not that much of an asshole. It's either <laughs> so I'll throw be clear. you at this. Yeah. I either made the these up. Okay. Or I found them on the line. Okay. You know, on respected websites. Okay. All, All right. right, so that's your first one. All right. Number 2. 
Doctor's sloppy handwriting causes 7,000 deaths annually worldwide. Doctor's sloppy handwriting causes 7,000 deaths worldwide. That must be the uh, Nug MD. Yeah, Nug MD, really. <laughs> Jumping that that sounds here. a little ridiculous. Number three. Fred Barr, the man responsible for the iconic Pringles can packaging, was buried with his ashes in a Pringles can. That's awesome. Hmm. Is it? <laughs> it's actually, it's no actually Max. Max. His name wasn't Fred Barr. It was Fred Dar. Oh, yeah. yeah sorry. That's a Max one. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Do you spell fax with an X? Sure. Well, I guess that would also change the, the context of the word. So I guess no. But yeah. I can. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah, do that. Yeah, I wouldn't do but it. But I can see the, the appeal, Chase. <laughs> I think it looks All good. Right. Okay, we got three in. Based on statistics drawn from 1978, on average, you are technically more likely to die from a vending machine-related accident than a roller coaster. All right, this is where it's getting hairy because I'm filling my, my scorecard out. Mm-hmm. And you said we're, we're, we're going to be given five, right? Yeah, you got one more coming. With two guaranteed max, two guaranteed facts. Last one's a wild card. You got it. Okay, this is getting... <laughs> I'm losing I'm There's losing still some meta. Room. There is some yeah. meta. It's so straightforward that am I fucking with you somehow? All right, the last one. The number one animal responsible for human deaths is humans themselves. With forty, with four hundred twenty-five thousand homicides averaged every year. So, can you can you ref, like say phrase that again or say it again? The leading cause of animal-related deaths is caused by humans themselves. Okay. No other animal kills more humans than humans. Yeah, what animals slaying forty-six thousand people a year? Fucking bear rampage. <laughs> that would be fucking awesome. Rats. When the bears take over. <laughs> All right, everybody They're got a godless idea? killing machines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they have no fear of death. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So does everybody have them down? Any questions? Anything you guys want to chew on? So Maybe think mine, about it for I a little bit? I have written down, but I don't have my answers to any of them. Think about it for a second, because usually I pace myself here a little bit. I want you guys to chew on them. Well, I mean, an obvious, I'm just saying it out loud, an obvious mechanic of the game is that the more ridiculous ones have a likelihood of being the ones Dude. that you're going to want to pick as true. facts, right? Yes, I, right? that's like, true. Like the ones that sound like facts, I'm naturally going to be I'm like, probably gonna be, that maybe sounds that's a bullshit. Yeah, that yeah. sounds like made up. Exactly. Or it doesn't sound made up, therefore. Now, do you, do you want us to turn in our scorecard now? Is that what the deal is? Yeah. Well, I mean, feel free to take a second. I'm okay. I still I have understand. to answer mine, so. Yeah. But we have to turn in the scorecard before you read the answers because we can't. Well, yeah, of course. You don't yeah, want us changing course. answers yeah. before. Absolutely. We're not even going off the gentleman's code here. You got it. No gentleman's code here. Um, Max, what is the process of creating a game? When do you get the fucking first idea? Is that like so, a Thursday thing? Uh, yeah, yeah, right. So, like, usually it's over the weekend. I'll think of the concept. 
I'll think of that might work, right? And believe me, I thought of a million concepts that have not worked. That believe just me, did I'm a not genius. End up. Yeah. I've got <laughs> concepts all day. No, 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 not at all. The exact opposite. Uh, <laughs> in fact, I've run with ideas for two days and then at the very last minute abandoned them. But this one just seemed like it was one that I've always wanted to do. Uh, but I just thought it might be a little bit too like vague or open-ended. But I think holding it down with a theme... Maybe but, one that's more relevant every week. But uh, things with like hero or zero where you're, you're saying you workshop these, are you talking to like Wyatt? Are you like, does this sound well, like a Yeah, absolutely. Superhero? Yeah, I absolutely test these before I come here. Nice. Especially with heroes and zeros or with metal or magic usually because sometimes I'll look something up and be like, this is genius. Yeah. And then I'll hit Andrew with it or something, and she'll be like, that's fucking stupid. I know that easily, and I'm like, oh, whoops. Editor review is clutch. Yeah, editor review is very important. So the Peer only- review. I'm only, I'm just going to say, I'm going to preface, I think that the only one that gives me a slight twinge as far as like technicality goes Mm -hmm. is the human animal death one. Because I'm wondering like, I've never seen an animal related death that's included humans in that. Because it sounds kind of counterintuitive. Yes, we're animals. Well, I think the whole concept of the, the, the fact is that no animal kills more humans than humans. Correct. Okay. <laughs> and okay. Yeah, pretty much any death that can be uh, like linked specifically to another. And Max, animal. I'm gonna let you know I'm ready to go. Yeah, I can tell that you're all amped up. I'm ready to rock. Chase has a good read lately. Chase is confident, and he's. I guarantee you wrote all your answers down once, and you didn't fucking change them, even though you kind of thought. That's like, literally how I take. You tests, literally, man. you were like, mm, oh, no. Just Did I ever go. tell you? Just gut very. The very first test I took in my in like my advanced German grammar class, people thought I was dropping it because I finished my test so quick. Like, oh, that's awesome. My friend Steven was like, after class, people were like, so Chase just fucking dropped this class. What the <laughs> fuck was that? You're like, no, fuck you, dude. Okay, my scorecard is in. I will... Uh... Let us get on with the game? Yes. Scorecard right. is in. <laughs> All right, guys. Okay, cool. So, let's uh, go down the uh, list here, guys. So, what about for number one? What do you guys have? The Until 2016, no one had died in Australia of a spider bite for 37 years. I put yes, that that would be a fact because of the metagame I'm talking about. Right on. So that's where you used your metagame card? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right at the beginning. That was pretty much the main one that I used it on. I used my metagame card on the vending machine. So on this one, you said it was a I said a max. facts. I said facts. You said that this was a fact. Yeah. yeah. So you're both saying facts? Yes. Let's keep it to facts or maxes. Yeah. I think it's a fact. So both say facts. Okay, yep. cool. That is a fact. Yes. That is real. Woo! That is a true one there. That one was... That one was tough for me to yeah. to get behind that's crazy that's a fact 37 yeah. drought it makes sense because i feel like australia is probably pretty worried about poisonous bites and things they're probably pretty focused pretty on making sure that's, about that's not you know happening mm. this is nice and small easy to you know control the next one here doctor's sloppy handwriting causes around seven thousand deaths annually that's a max i just think that's a preposterous thing to say what are you thinking? 
Hunter, you think that it didn't right? sound that preposterous to me, especially considering that well, I. Well, this is why. Like, <laughs> how how are you going to? I can understand sloppy handwriting. He wasn't able to get his prescription. You couldn't make a phone call. You couldn't figure out a way to make sure that that was clarified. There's that wrinkle of the story, but then there is. Can you really attribute that person's death to the doctor? Like, if you would have just written your handwriting better, this man wouldn't have died. It's. I just think that connection is such a stretch. Like, if I was a doctor and it was like, dude, because your handwriting was so bad, this guy couldn't get his pills and he had a heart attack, I'd be fucking devastated. But I wouldn't be like, I'm a murderer. I killed that man. You know? Mm, yeah. It's like, well, fuck, that person couldn't read my handwriting. You know what I mean? So... My, I, I think that's perfectly logical. My, my, <laughs> my logic behind it, it, in it being a fact for me, is that the, um, the hospital system has notoriously been behind the times in transitioning from paper to digital, right? So everything is basically still handwritten. And um, chemicals are pretty fickle, you know? Like if you put down something and you can't exactly understand what it is, you might give like a dosage of 1.3 of something yeah, you, yeah. when you actually okay, think it's 1.8, you know? So yeah. I, I just put yes because, yeah. It's a that's, facts or a max, yeah, fact, what the What's a yes to? I, oh, okay. A yes, <laughs> a yes for me. I just put yes on my thing. Yeah. A yes is a fact. So I put a fact for this one. Fact and max. You're, you're max over there, right, Jay? I'm a max. Should I just do the rest of these and then give you the answers at the end? Because won't it just expose what like the rest of them are going to? It doesn't be? really matter. I guess however you want to do it. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I'm going to keep going down the line because I'm taking mental notes of which ones you guys picked. Okay, and I'll tell I you. I mean, I have end. I have mine because it could just end up spoiling it. Okay. Right? All right, cool. So I got a max effects on that. That's yeah. good. I got a one differentiating one, which means it's not going to be like you both get it right, get everything right. That's good. One okay. of so somebody has to lose. Next one. Fred Barr, the man responsible for the iconic Pringles can packaging, was buried. Uh, buried his ashes. Packaging was buried with his ashes placed in a Pringles can. Max or facts? I said. I said facts. I think that's a great Snapple fact kind of story. Yeah, it's a fun fact. Pop the lid. Look at that. It's Eat true. I, I think there's so. I think there's so many people who are like, who are don't think of death in such a grave manner. Who would be willing to do that? You mm-hmm. know. It definitely is not like. Something I could see like out of the ordinary, like something I couldn't imagine. It just sounds so fun facty that I'm like, and it's also kind of like maybe their family and that guy does take it a little more seriously, and like he didn't want to be just remembered for the guy that created Pringles or something. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I put as a max. I, I said that that one was a so that's a max, huh? a lie. <laughs> oh man, we've already got a. So got, you've got yeah. all. Okay, never mind. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're different there as well. Yeah. Based on statistics drawn from 1978, mm-hmm. you are technically, on average, more likely to die from a vending machine-related accident than a roller coaster. I said this See, was a max. I said this one was a max too, only because of my wild card meta game. Like I, I don't know on this one. Like. I hear in the news about people dying on roller coasters. I don't hear on the news about people dying from vending machines. I'm sure it's happened. I'm sure it's possible. <laughs> yeah, I'm but sure too. Yeah. This one can to go either it, way. Get greedy. Cool. So I got two maxes on that. Yeah. Same boat. All right. Now, the number one animal 
responsible for human deaths is human them, humans themselves. No other animal kills more humans than humans. So the only one that I thought might like come close is like some sort of crazy insect, like like mosquitoes with malaria or something. It's not an animal though. How is it not an animal? It's, that's an insect. You're saying insects aren't animals? Are insects animals? They're not mammals, <laughs> but I know they're that. they're live creatures. <laughs> what? I would consider that an animal. Hey, what are you doing over there? You're not researching anything, are you? Yeah, they're animals. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, biology, animal kingdom. Come on, man. I, I would just I I mean the amount of you know ridiculous gang violence and unnecessary shootings and bombings and crap that we do. I mean, it. I I said this was a fact. I said this was. This was true. It's hard for me to imagine an animal doing more damage than humans do themselves. I said facts, too. So I think we only differ on two of our answers, which is perfect. Yeah. yeah. Which means that I'm going to go through and I'm going to give you answers on the ones that you guys agreed with. Right. right. Which was two and three, right? Uh, no, two and three are the ones you guys differed on. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, I'm okay. telling you, I'm just going to give you, you know, the business. Oh, okay. okay. Ones, give me right? the business. Well, I want to know the answer to all of them. So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so that one, the number one, the number one animal responsible for human deaths. Is humans. Boom. Is a max. Oh! And you're right, Hunter. Fuck. There's only one other animal that is responsible for more. Is it a mosquito? More, and it's mosquitoes. God almost doubling. Almost. With re, yeah, responsible for 725,000 deaths a year. A year? Mm-hmm. Worldwide. Holy Worldwide. Shit. Yeah. No wonder Gene Drive's getting after it. Yeah, mosquitoes are dangerous, guys. So uh, put that bug spray on this summer when you're hitting Fuck, up the pools. Man. Got bug spray now. I need. All right, I already got like so many sprays. Yeah, sprays, <laughs> dude. All righty. Based on statistics drawn from 1978, uh, you're more likely to die from a vending machine-related accident than roller coasters. You both said that was a max, right? Correct. You both know me very well. That is not true. That is a max. You yeah, are right. Yeah. Right? So we're tied, tied up to this up. point. Mm-hmm. We got two of them right. There we go. Which means one of these has to be a guaranteed fact. Okay. Right? Correct. If you're, if you're thinking logically here, and I always <laughs> am. Doctor's sloppy handwriting causes around 7,000 deaths annually. <laughs> I said this was a fact. I said, said max. This was a max. This is indeed a fact. This is very real. Boom. Yes. Did, did, be was there a more elaboration on it? Uh, it was from a 2008 study, uh, but it was it did just go into an elaboration of like people being put into the wrong surgeries. Oh, my God. Oh. Like getting a surgery <laughs> and your body oh, you not being You didn't want ready. a rhinoplasty? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we were way off. And you're right. Uh, just sloppy writing prescriptions. So, like. You know, nobody know. Like you said, it could be probably corrected, but if somebody gives you a bottle of pills and says, "Hey, take these three a day," it's a doctor. It's that like, lab All right, it's that lab coat. And then you just like go home and you take them and you die. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, because they thought it was red wrong, which means that Hunter, you're up one, right? Three two. Three yep. two. Do you have a lightning round? If it goes to a lightning round, I don't. So like. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Fred Barr, the man responsible for the iconic Pringles can packaging, was buried with his ashes placed in a Pringles can. Honey, you said this was a max. I said this was false. Yeah. Chase, you said this was a fact. You said this was, quote, a Snapple fact. Which was, I like that term. That's, by a, the way. that's a great, it's a great term. Snapple fact yeah. is a good term. 
This is indeed a fact. Uh huh. Chase ties it up, <laughs> and unfortunately, I'm not prepared for a lightning round, which it's means okay. so what do we a do? ultimate we case of blue balls until next week. <laughs> You'll uh-huh. come back and see us. Damn. Hunter's just clawing his way back, bit by bit. Yeah, you're all, you know you almost won this time, which is great. <laughs> um, Thanks, <laughs> Hunter. You almost won. Pat, pat, pat. Yeah. So that was yeah that was that was the first iteration of Max or Facts, guys. What do you guys think? I dig it. I don't know if I like the release of the answers the way we did it because I was just like, when are we gonna find out who won this? As shit? ultimate, that's like, that's how it should be. You know, you need. I know do like that end. we kind of found the ones that we were the same on. Yeah. And that way, it was kind of like you just leave. The, those are the, the ones. Those are really ones the ones the that you're trying to find out. The other it. ones are just you know. Yeah, I think next time packs. if we just answer them as they're happening. And then once our answers are locked in, then we can go in and, and go through the answer. But anyway. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Anyway. So, yeah. So I, I did like doing it separate from you, though. Like not hearing your answer and having your answer inflect on my opinion. Yeah. yeah that's what I was trying to avoid. Get that mind juju That's, that's in there. the ultimate other meta in there. That's the, that's the player meta. I got, I got in the Hunter's head last week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck that. <laughs> I was playing the mind games. Man, I got a yeah, thick skull, dude. <laughs> you ain't getting up in here. You ain't getting up in that shit. That's true. Well, after that segment, let's go ahead and swing on over to uh, Nick's Mail Corner. All right, guys, we got some emails, and I'm pretty excited about them. The first one comes from Dunter Horset, who says, Shit, guys, you're all going to die tomorrow. That's unfortunate. <laughs> Luckily, you have each you have you each have enough time to pick your last meal. So what's it going to be? See in the afterlife, you perishing plebs. Dunter, anyone want some Jersey Mike's Horset? <laughs> Jersey Mike's. Man, that's a tough choice, man. That wasn't even a me dude. thing. That was a you thing. Um, dude, it's nice like, that it's on the like it's related to death, man. That's that's good. Oh, how did he know, or she know, or whoever it is know? <laughs> yeah. Um, dude, I'm tempted to say, just straight up like. Benny Hanna, all you can eat sushi. <laughs> Benny and Hanna this time, level sushi. I'm though. doing like, it I mean, right. <laughs> like, like, okay, yeah, I can go with like the high level, fucking yes. classy shit. But a sushi meal. But a sushi meal. Like a sushi based. Yeah, meal. like I would. I, I want like all of the Japanese food, including sushi, that I could eat. I think. Yeah. <laughs> like high. Sushi. Like I maybe not Benny Hanna. Japanese food. Maybe not Benny Hanna. Hire the, uh, like hire the fucking best sushi chef in Japan. And bring Dude. me some fried rice and the best so sushi, sushi there is. Sushi is your favorite food, you think? It's it's like what I like to treat myself with. Yes, it's like very, steak yeah. is great, but it's just it's just such like it's like middle high class for me. It's like the it's like that. Yeah, it's a solid, but it's not like the treat. It's not like. The thing that I love to like, it's just me spend money on. Yeah. You know, I like spending money on sushi. Yeah. So yeah, I think I'd go with like a like a fucking just a smorgasbord of different like each individual piece was different, and I just got to have all that and all the fried rice I wanted. <laughs> all the fried How about rice. you, Max? You can do like some macaroni and cheese. <laughs> Liquid baked potato, pretty good. Oh, I used to. Dude, how'd you know that I used to love baked potatoes? Because he's your best friend. Oh, it's like I'm your best friend. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. I didn't know that. That's really funny. There's actually like a 
like a piece of artwork in my garage right now from when I was a little kid that I took when I was at my parents' house last. And on there, it's like it's like one of those like my name is Max. My favorite TV show is, and it says Dragon Ball Z on there. Of course, and my favorite food on there it says loaded baked potatoes. <laughs> loaded, <laughs> fucking loaded. However, it's been a while since I've been you know super indulgent on a <laughs> on a baked potato before. That sounds delicious though. I think I might uh I might might get that maybe for tomorrow. Uh, hopefully, if I'm not dying the next day. Uh, I gotta say, dude, I'm not like totally sure, but immediately my mind went to the same thing as Hunter. Not necessarily sushi, but just like like a sakabachi meal or like some a shit. delicacy. Like yeah, exactly, with like fresh sashimi and fresh, just like rice and just flavor prior, like just things that have just high flavor profiles to them, like a wasabi sauce say, in say there, fresh again. ginger, sashimi. <laughs> Rams, funny word. But that's just what I go to immediately, mostly because I just don't think that I don't know. I I don't think about food that often as I probably should. You're fucking honestly. lucky. <laughs> yeah, I just don't think about. I'm cursed food. by it. And half the time, I'm like more burdened by having to eat. Like, get rid of it. Yeah, dude. I'm, <laughs> I'm, that's what I'm saying for. Like, just give me the easiest way to consume nutrients, please, dude. Soylent. Oh yeah, <laughs> the is new the way to go, thing. man. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna have to say along the same lines. I want like a grade A perfectionist sushi chef to just sit down across from the table for me and just give me his best work. And part of mine is that Max is right there with me. Yeah, and I'm with my best <laughs> bud. And you Haka show is on on the TV next <laughs> yeah. to us. And we got our Nug MD. <laughs> providing this oh, shit man. all right chase what do you got um because i could see you going like steak or really italian with it steak <laughs> you yeah, used I, to be kind of like a connoisseur i of thought shit you were gonna say steak steaks. with like a cheese board beforehand i remember you Are like you telling <laughs> i remember yeah dude cheese board man yeah, fucking cheese cheese board chase. Chase. yeah but steak cheese is board, about salami as boring chase. as it salami gets, face dude. chase yeah. i also like i remember specifically like having a steak at your place one time and there was like a little bit of the marbled uh fat on it and i like cut it off and i'm like god i hate the fat on all those steaks and you were like very quick to be like the fat is the best part of the steak yeah, maybe not the marble my fat, lips but the fat is the shit that you like and then i was like maybe <laughs> <laughs> i don't know dude it's gross it's grisly that honestly, as a kid, that's what turned me off of steaks so is much. Is the marbled fat? Was I would always accidentally eat marbled fat, and yeah. I'd be like, "This is a fucking mind." You guys are already fucking up. If it, if it's gristle, it's gristle. But marbling is just the term for when a, a steak has a bunch of fat laced throughout it, and that's what gives it its flavor and its juiciness. Well, I'm just talking about like the gummy fucking shit and that's know. not meat, and that's not like what is referred to as like marbling. What that's it, gristle. That's gristle. Okay, yeah. I don't like the gristle. Oh, I accidentally no ate that a bunch, that. and I hate that. Yeah, I always got I too much gristle. I knew people that ate the gristle. I knew people that chewed on that for like 20 minutes and then ate it, and I was like, dude, you They just think they're gross. supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Like well, you're far off. I honestly think steak is one of the most pedestrian meals. Like, Boom. I think it's, pedestrian. you can order it, and it tastes great, but I don't think it's anything special, you know? Even like Unless it's like meals? a steak that's... Wagyu beef and all that good stuff, you know, dry <laughs> age. Then you're getting something special. But I usually go for just comfort food, right? Like my old go-to <laughs> answer chicken. was just fettuccine alfredo. Oh, I could just literally eat 
plates of that or like fried cheese, hmm. really? fried mozzarella. Fucking like love mozzarella that shit. Sticks? But I will. But no, not like mozzarella sticks. <laughs> like as you all have brie. been conditioned to think of. Ah, I do. We're love talking about brie. the good fried mozzarella. Oh yeah, I'd also strangely eat brie before my Asian meal. <laughs> <laughs> is there? Is there? Is there? Hey, a, 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 complete tangent, but. Is there a way? Are, are there like uh, cheese fried cheese sticks that are not mozzarella that are maybe even like a finer, nicer cheese? Yeah, what fried cheese are you talking about? I'm just talking like cheese sticks usually have a taste like they've been frozen, you know, and like I'm talking about <laughs> cheese sticks that are like you put uh-huh. you you put them in flour. Then you put them in egg wash. Then you put them in some sort of breadcrumb that you've made with spices and seasoning, and then you fry it, mm-hmm. and it's fucking delicious. Yeah. Oh yeah, not like a mozzarella stick. Yeah. So you're, well, exactly. So you're, <laughs> so you're, but yours is Italian comfort food. Yeah, Italian comfort food. Well, my my answer, and this has recently changed, and it's actually changed. I'm following Andrea Williams's lead. Got she's to. put her flag. She's put her flag in the stand recently, and she said my favorite food. And now, subsequently, I've realized my favorite food. Is pizza. There we go. I'm talking a large Grimaldi style, like coal, coal oven, coal oven, thin crust pizza with mozzarella or marinara sauce, pesto, mozzarella cheese, garlic, red onions, pepperoni, uh, sliced meatballs, fresh basil. Got any spice on that? There. Any little spiciness? I put my jalapenos on that shit. I I would just do a lot of red pepper flakes. Okay, but I dig it though. That's a very respectable answer because I just fucking a big. Love I mean, some of my favorite meals period are just eating big pizzas. So it's funny because like that's what every seven year old says. Yeah, yeah. But it's just a higher level. And you we're go going to that next stratosphere of pizza. Yeah, and I think sushi is a great answer. Because okay. I do think sushi's a special meal, you know? Yeah. I'm excited for Japan. A lot Dude. of the sushi. I can't wait to eat sushi and ramen. Yeah. That's- Ooh, man. <laughs> Shit. Close second ramen. I wonder here. how much different ramen will be. I hope it's a lot because, like, and honestly, I'm, it's going to be, like, from when I'm there, from that point forward, it's like, does this beat ramen gin? Yeah. And I'm, f- and I'm fully ready to accept that maybe it doesn't. Like maybe I just oh. didn't go to the right. Oh, maybe could. I didn't go to the right place. Mm-hmm. But just because I'm there doesn't mean I found something that I I liked better. Yeah, you, you know? don't want to be jaded and just think that like, oh, since I'm in Japan, it's better. Yeah, because that because I went to like a very. I don't know. I would almost from, be open to that too, though. But he's yeah. You should be open to it. But I'm just saying, like, what makes it different if that person who is inspired or is like taught the exact same way with the exact same heritage brings that and serves it to you on a different continent should yeah. you just think that it's not as good right yeah well one thing that i will say i don't i don't know if this is true or not i would speculate apparently there's soft water and hard water and i think americans drink soft or soft water i think you're talking about with like the amount of minerals and minerals water? and shit we have a lot more minerals in america and stuff so then it's hard water and it's hard water. Yeah. Okay, so we it go hard water. Out. I think in Japan they go soft water, where it's a lot more just straight up. And I think that like a lot of people when they have it for the first time think it tastes kind of shitty. And I'm wondering if that's gonna actually really play. I would imagine it plays into the Fuck ramen as broth, well, dude. Yeah, but I'm excited. 
for that for sure. And I'm, I'm glad that elated. glad you glad you respect the sushi, and I'm glad that you called out Grimaldi's because god damn it. <laughs> that was like the, they deserve the that credit. was literally the best part of my job was like I hated no one likes working doubles but if you work a double you get a free pizza so that's fucking awesome you guys got a free pizza <laughs> if you fucking worked a it double? wasn't like a large Fuck. it was a personal but. oh okay never mind <laughs> but yeah and the awesome. pesto god you gotta have well, it on there I wish I could eat we, pesto dude oh man oh pesto sucks. is is yeah. one of nature's Chase, treats. Chase tried to treat it to you. <laughs> yeah, Chase, yeah, offered me some by accident. <laughs> yeah, I was sixth grade, and I already handed pesto out to my buds. Yeah, eat it up, dude. He's selling that shit like drugs. Yeah, I feel terrible. He's the pesto nug MD. Yeah. We got another. We have any other emails? We do. I'm gonna go ahead and save them. We've okay. been running a little bit long on this yeah. episode, but uh, if you emailed in, we know it, and we've got you in the mailbag. But we thank you for it. your question, Dunter. Thank yeah. you. That's awesome, man. Well. Let's go ahead and uh, scoop on out of here, guys. Scoop, scoop. If you want to find any of our other episodes, please go to wittybantershow.com. You can follow us at wittybantershow on Twitter. You can follow me at probablymax. You can follow Chase at bodaciouschase. You can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> be yourself. That's what I'm going to leave you with. Guns and oil, baby. Guns and Yeah, be yourself, you know? Free country. Sleeveless but, shirts, yeah. neck beards. <laughs> Oh, man. But until then, guys, a beat a poop boop to you and a beat a poop boop. And a beat a poop boop to me. <laughs> <Get up up. laughs>